0: You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio a 104.5 KCZW LB Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com.
1: That was amazing, Dick. I just heard your voice, but your lips weren't moving. That's the magic of radio. It's Mornings with Lone Star, nine oh five on the dot. Like how we did that. Mornings with Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. I'm Skippy. He's Dick. Yeah. Yeah. Sponsored today, and most days, by Conroe Coffee and Clean, Clean sweep, sweep Office. Office
0: cleaning. There you go. We were gonna be out at the uh, Operation Blue Elf, but technical difficulties prevented it this morning. But hopefully, we'll be talking to one of the sergeants in charge of the Montgomery County Sheriff's Department, who are putting on the event over at the Montgomery County Fair. Uh, later this morning around 10 o'clock.
1: And this is the Blue Elf event. This is the inaugural event, first time they're doing it, and it's uh, giving toys to children of families that got hit by Harvey. Am I correct in remembering this? Is that that what what it is? And uh, put together, so we were dealing with uh, uh, Sergeant uh, Squire from Montgomery County uh, Sheriff's Department and uh, great people over there. So that's happening At the Fairgrounds area. I don't know if it's open to the public, but, uh, hey, great things are happening over there. So giving them a shout-out, and as Dick said, hopefully uh, someone will be calling in and give us an update. Meanwhile, Dick and I are just stuck in the studio. For now. For now, with the sort of rain. It rained last night. It rained hard in some places. I was snoozing away. Were you snoozing? Yeah, I was until I heard the rain. Then I woke up, and I, I went into... Neo panic mode the grade my house is going to flood again. But uh, so on, on my Facebook page this morning uh, and I'll transfer it over to the, the show site, I posted a picture of our Christmas tree, which literally fits on my hotel nightstand along with the phone. And there's still plenty of room, <laughs> things like 18 inches tall maximum. But hey, who says you can't celebrate Christmas in style while living in a hotel, right? <laughs> That's my thought. So,
0: uh, I wonder what headlines we have going on today. Ooh. Well, it is, it's it's a nice Wednesday, by the way. It's the twentieth. We have four days till Christmas Eve. I hope ah. you guys are gearing up for it. We're gonna have a fun day today. That's right. We have a fun rest of the week. We uh, luckily for us, we won't be here on Monday. I guess we have to tell people that. Or do you want to be here on Monday?
1: Uh, no, I I I I love you, Dick, and I mean that in a very very sure. awesome manly way. Sure. But I
0: am ditching
1: you. Whatever, I'll, uh, no, just get over it. I love you, man. But no, I am so ditching you on Monday. No offense, but I'll be uh, I'll be partying in Dallas. But are we? Oh, back on the air Tuesday, Wednesday. What are we gonna do? Are we gonna do a best of? I mean, uh, after that
0: denial, know, it's gonna take me like
1: <laughs> you okay. could. Do I need to get you some Conroe coffee to ease the pain?
0: No. Breakfast uh, taco? No, we'll be back Tuesday. Okay. We'll be back Tuesday. And then uh, what's important, too, the rest of the week, just to let people know if you want to be a guest, we have some open time slots. Just uh, contact the station, 936 647 3776 to leave a message or just visit us on Facebook, MW Lone Star. Uh, we do have Carly coming back in tomorrow. Ah. Uh, she's going to come in talk about Christmas and all that kind of stuff. We're excited about having Miss Cece Cool back. It's Carly Creman. She's in once a month. Uh, and then on Friday, we do have another special guest. We have Terrence Lee Boggs. Terrence in. Lee Boggs. Yeah, that's what that's what the, that's not, the, not to be confused. That's the person Terrence who Boggs. filled out the form. <laughs> OK, Terrence Lee Boggs. What is he going to bring to the table? She, he's running for rep county chair.
1: Republican county chair.
0: Yeah, I guess. OK, yeah. Awesome. I guess he's trying to replace. Uh, what's his name? What's his name?
1: The older
0: fella who's been in here, he's like kind of knows everybody. It's really scary how much stuff he knows. It's almost like I'm, I thought the CIA or someone's going to come after him. Oh. Dr. W- w- Waddy Watkins. Um, w-
1: oh, Lord. I know who you're talking about now on the name.
0: Oh, Lord. Oh, Lordy. Lo- oh, oh, Lordy. Lord. lordy, lordy, lordy. <laughs> we need more. Dr. Coffee. Wally Watkins. I feel like that's it.
1: I think so. I know who you're talking about. Uh, yeah, the political races are heating up. Commissioner's Court is heating up. I wonder uh, what makes treasurer. people want to
0: run for that, though, because isn't the Republican chair? That has nothing to do with, like, actual federal no, no, that's or what, any, any city stuff. That's just like a private company, a private club going, yeah, we're going to. Well,
1: it's to oversee the Republican, um, local Republican districts. Yeah, but, like, districts.
0: that's just a club having a vote, right?
1: In theory, you can wield some significant power. You can well, no, shape no, but it's the a club, story. though, right? Well, no, it's an actual—no, it's not like— well, How do they file their taxes
0: as or a non-profit group?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I believe a PAC. I believe, but I don't want to— uh,
0: Okay, well, we'll find out. We have all these questions for for Terrence on Friday. How about that?
1: Well, yeah, now that I know he's going to be here, you betcha I'll be asking him the hard-hitting stuff.
0: Because I always assumed every like the Democratic Party and the Republican Party were just a club. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, we just have these ideals. <laughs> <laughs> kind of yeah. like AAA, they have a they have fifty two million members. Fifty seven, remember? their remember?
1: They're seven, and they use now. that
0: membership to push things in Congress. I know they are. So they they are did powerful. admit. They did admit.
1: They did. We we got them to admit online. So air.
0: I'm just letting you know. I'm still reading articles about this Pentagon releases information about UFOs, and now I'm reading articles about some representatives from the. Pentagon, who worked on this stuff, found unidentifiable objects on the ground. They don't know where they came from. They don't know what kind of substance it is. Mm-hmm. Is this X-Files happening in a, such a boring way possible? <laughs> That's the thing.
1: There's been such a hype think about it for, what, 60 years now. There have been movies and TV shows all about the aliens. And I think
0: What, what would happen if like, all of a sudden Elon Musk comes out and this because I'm an alien. <laughs> I want to go back to Mars. That's I'm I'm yeah, I'm trying to get home. I'm
1: trying to get home to Mars. Did you see that uh, National Geographic it. series Mars?
0: That's no. Pretty good. Man, they actually You're asking just... me to do a lot of things outside these two hours we're here.
2: So I, you I got, want you, you in you my life. Pump dick. the
0: brakes. I wanna watch the room, pump the brakes. It's downloaded, it's good. <laughs> I just submitted that and we're good to go on that.
1: Awesome awesome no Mars is good it was a like a dr- dramatic uh rendering of if we did go to Mars but it mixed it in with real scientists talking about and, and I, Elon Musk I have to ask this yes
0: is the room worth seeing in theaters because they are releasing it in theaters I'm sorry to interrupt about the no no Mars. worries
1: I absolutely want to see it in theaters because it'd be like a rocky horror experience
0: well because the thing I don't like about theaters is I this is why I don't like go seeing like emoji movies because I really get bored and it's one of those things where if I'm going to sit there for two hours and I'm bored, there's no point to it. Because this is supposed to be my entertainment time. You mm-hmm. know You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I hear you. I smell but what the dick is cooking. I, and that's my biggest issue about going to the theater. I tell Chris this all the time, the manager over there at the, uh, the Grand Theater, which is – I like that theater a lot. But what, uh, what I tell him is like, yeah, I just – there's too many chances of me not enjoying myself when I go see movies at the movie theater. Because either someone's behind me or those kind of things. Surprisingly enough, I didn't get bothered during the emoji the movie. There were a lot of kids. So I was like, oh, man, this is ground zero. <laughs> and uh, I was fine. Well, yeah, it'll engage them. Uh, I think
1: the room is, I, I think you would enjoy it in the cinema because there will be a lot of audience participation. So you got to watch it much like Rocky Horror. So it's going to be
0: ruined for me? No. It's like people are going to laugh and yell at the screen and say the lines? Like, I haven't seen this movie, so. Well, I think you should wa- watch the download okay. first. It's like Rocky Horror. You got well, to watch it before see. you go out and see it. I was trying it. to see what the best version, because I know, I miss, apparently I missed out on Dunkirk. So I, I me too, and I want to see that bad. So I missed out on that experience, which is whatever. But oh, I don't.
1: It was this season saving Private Ryan. I guess you know the big war movie. Um At least it's not Pearl Harbor. That movie was painful to watch. Yeah, it was. It, it truly was, in my humble opinion. But yeah, no watch. Watch the uh, download of the room, and then you and I will or go go with your ticket stub buddies if you want. But you know, I'll tag along.
0: Wait. Okay, so let's conclude the thought about the Mars. Mm-hmm. So tell me about the Mars series on oh, National Geographic. Uh,
1: basic premise the dramatic part is it's like 30 years in the future, and there's a. Oh, this is like a drama. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And they're going to Mars, but what Why they is it did. On National Geographic? Because what they did, and it was really interesting, it's interspersed. They had a fake 30 uh, documentary about it that using footage from 30 years ago, meaning present day. So you had the uh neil degrasse tyson and elon musk talking about it and so so you have the 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 modern day the present day people talking about well here's the problem you know like they had musk returning you you know the getting the rocket to return and that's the basis for the mars mission so in the future the dramatic part was them trying to land properly and they interspersed it with elon musk's interviews about how you know how it happens it was really well done
0: well it sounds like it's well edited
1: very well edited. Uh, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, up for any uh, the, the characters were pretty uh, cookie cutter, you know, and stuff happens that would happen in any you know, astronauts on Mars movie. You know, this fails, the storm comes, that kind of thing. But uh, it had a nice ending to it. I thought it ended the whole series, but apparently it's coming back for season two. So, I'm um, yeah. Watch that. Watch The Martian Chronicles. Remember, did you see that? That old, uh, like, 1970s or early 80s uh, miniseries? I was born in
0: 1986. I'm just going to throw that out there. So, so
1: movies, you haven't seen anything before?
0: 86? Well, I mean, the chances of me seeing a movie before I was born, if it didn't have Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, very low. <laughs> 86.
1: Very low. Oh, my gosh. What was happening in 1986 to me? I was, uh, I was getting ready to get married for the first time, Dick.
0: Oh, here we go. Here we go. Wow. Perfect time. You're a young whippersnapper. Perfect time to transition into a break. (laughs) What are we, what's the music here? This is Darlene Love. Okay, so I'm a huge fan of Lethal Weapon, Mm -hmm. and Darlene Love plays Trish Murtaugh in the series. Uh I didn't know she sang songs until I was on the Facebook and I saw that she was on Jimmy Fallon singing Christmas, Baby Come Home. Like, they do a little, you know, a little weird thing. And right. I was like, why is Murtaugh, Miss Murtaugh on, the, <laughs> on Jimmy Fallon? And, uh, well, it turns out she's like made this song popular in the set. She used to be one of those doo wop singers. Yeah, really, uh, you... yeah,
1: yeah. wop is fine, huh? Like the
0: Chantrells. Yeah, I was uh, 86, folks, born in 86. <laughs> and so I didn't know she was a, kind of somewhat famous before Lethal Weapon. So that was kind of amazing. There me. you go. So that's what we're listening to. Awesome.
1: Good choice. Well, you're listening to Morning's Lunch Fair. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back.
2: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas, between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe c or 936-266 Seven
3: We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com.
4: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Back. Morning's Lone
0: Star, brought to you by Clean Sweep, Office Clean, Conroe Coffee, hanging out downtown Conroe between Skippy and I. Yo. It's 919. hanging out.
1: It's oh so close to Christmas. Are you getting ready for the the, the, the station Christmas party? would you get me? You, you don't want to tell me? It's a surprise? I, just, I can't wait for this.
0: It's going to be so it's fun. fake poop. Hey, I want you to care enough to send the very best. <laughs> I just give people the, the copy of the room on the device drives. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's, not, that's re-gifting a cheap yeah, gift. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. I don't know yet. I haven't figured out. I don't know if there's any gag shops around here, but...
1: Well, you got uh, Danny's on 2920. Danny's Kicks and Tricks. And they
0: got a great... Man, you, you talk though. like as if it's next door.
1: Well, for, it's worth it's
0: worth anytime the trip. I have to go through the Woodlands barrier, that's when like I'm I'm going cross country. The barrier. <laughs> well, I'm He's telling you. It's not like
1: it's like, Star Trek and you're trying to leave the galaxy. I'm telling you. It's it's like that. <laughs> you got to go to Danny's Kicks and Tricks at some point.
0: I got You don't think it's like that? No. Like the traffic can be awful in the Woodlands, like awful.
1: Well, you just got to know the back roads. You actually,
0: you actually exit the freeway and go around and get back on the freeway? Oh,
1: yeah. I can get to Danny's Kicks and Tricks in a shorter amount of time than being on the freeway and never get on the freeway. I know every I, I know every escape route known to humankind.
0: Except that thoroughfare. Like, there's not one.
1: What, the, the what is Parkway? Yeah, you
0: can't go through uh, 290, right? Is that what it is? Well, there's two, 240. Oh, I can bypass all that. So was, why are people wanting to build one if you can get to it?
1: Well, people are wanting to build—well, 249, they're wanting uh, to—the first part of it is a toll road. Now they're wanting to increase the toll aspect of—basically, it goes from northwest Houston all the way to uh, 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 Magnolia. So they want to do the toll thing, and that's the big kerfluffle on that. No more toll roads is the big political thing right now. Um, But the Woodlands Parkway, they're wanting to expand— because it's becoming very widely traveled because it's basically the, the primary way to get from the woodlands over to Tomball, Magnolia, that area. So it's growing. Montgomery County be growing. And it's goes so Again, you go, through, you
0: go through the woodlands barrier when you go south.
1: Well, yeah. At some point, you got to cross the woodlands to get yeah, south over the woodlands. That's awful. Oh, okay, I'll drive. I'll t- I will drive us to Danny's Kicks and Tricks. You will be a kid in a candy store there.
0: It's almost like they should do the Woodlands Parkway exit, like four exits before its actual exit. So that way we get everyone who's trying to get on that stupid road, cut everyone off. So they want to cut everyone off. They get over, like, like make them exit the freeway, then get on. That's what they should do.
1: You know, hey, I think that's a brilliant idea. (laughs) I really do. That's a great idea. I I know exactly what you're talking about. And you've always got that one Yahoo, whenever you have two lanes down to one or an exit only lane, you'll have that special subclass of human or class of subhuman, I should say, that, oh, I think I should put on my blinker and try to cram in between these two cars. And uh, yeah, that's where that's why there's a waiting period on handguns because you just want to shoot them at that point.
0: Well, what's insane to me is like, imagine being one of those office buildings that has to watch that all day. Because there's at least a couple <laughs> tall buildings that can mm-hmm. oversee like mm-hmm. just the that one little on-ramp and it's like so many people being just shoved into it. It's awful.
1: I used to uh, work in the Galleria area of Houston. My office would overlook that that West Loop thing, and you could just see. I I felt sorry for those people stuck. That was horrible, horrible traffic. And uh, they're not making it any better, especially with your news yesterday that they may have the the bullet train terminal, terminus.
0: Right there at 290, yeah. At 290 and 610.
1: 610. Holy cow, that's
0: in the history of bad ideas. You know, it's funny. I was reading more about that. Mm -hmm. They're going to charge a lot of money. For the train? Yeah, it's gonna equivalent a flight. Really? Yeah.
1: Well, I can take a Southwest Airlines from Houston to Dallas for, you know, sixty bucks. So if they if they charge anything more than fifty or sixty each way, they're it's not gonna pay for itself, in in my
0: humble opinion. I say with all the Do you think they really figures. expect things to pay for themselves? Gosh, wouldn't that be nice? I don't think so. Have you read the road the metro train? They don't check your ticket.
1: I haven't ridden a metro, no I haven't ridden a train in forever.
0: Uh, one was, like, I think one of the rodeo, like, ten years ago. You should, you should watch the Christmas train. It's a big advertisement for Amtrak trains. Uh-huh. And then I made that bad joke about <laughs> Seattle.
1: Right. And uh, still no updates on that. They—apparently there was
0: a— uh, I told you. That's what—I'm what, convinced what happens is whoever's working at a news station and goes, hey, we need a headline— and then like this is a juicy story. Let's just say it. And then there's no follow up. There's nothing. It's just like, oh, let's just let's leave it ambiguous. Let's mm-hmm. say, oh, you know what? It looks like science is telling us they were going eighty miles an hour at this curve. Question mark. <laughs> and then just let it just let it grow by itself.
1: Well, here's the thing. It was indeed going eighty in a thirty zone, but it's still twenty four hours later, no one knows why yet. So we've reported it, everyone's conjecturing. Over it uh, at this time, and we just you know people chill out, wait for the wait for the reports to come out, trust in the system. I guess. Yeah. Did you hear about this? Uh, Stupid. So are, are are we on Yelp by the way? Can people like review? I have no this? idea. I, I ask because so there's this Indiana hotel that this this couple stayed there, and they say it was a horrible horrible experience. You, you know, it was like the the sheets weren't clean and smelled there was water drips you know it was a nightmare and and so they posted about uh,
0: it sorry uh-huh. side story this is what i love about youtube anyone can create stuff there's a youtube channel of people reviewing horrible motels and i'm talking like they do it they wear the hazmat suits <laughs> and they like they inspect everything but it's like the the twenty dollar hotels you see when you're outskirts of Houston. The so, Motel
1: Fours. Yes.
0: And I'm not kidding you. Like that's a real channel and it is hilarious. Oh, what do. I, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. I, no
1: worries. I just now I just need to go there to make sure my hotel's not on that list. But they 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 posted a bad review, so the hotel charged them $350 for the bad review. Apparently on their website, but nowhere on like on their materials. They had a thing saying that if you post a bad review and don't give us a chance to fix it and you go public with it, we have the right to charge you $350. And if you don't take the review down, well, we get to keep on going after you legally. And apparently in Indiana, because of the Deceptive Trade Practices Act that they enacted there statewide, this is actually kind of legal for them to do that because there's no proof that they didn't fix. or Well, it was... Supposedly, this couple was supposed to go to them and give them a chance to exclusively fix it. That's the wordage. So, 350 bucks for a bad review. Here's the thing. By the hotel doing that, they have guaranteed that no one else has to write a bad review for them anymore. They're just going to... No one's going to well, go there.
0: Not even that. I, I have an argument against this. Okay. Because hotels are one of those necessities when traveling, if you can afford it. Mm-hmm. And so, no one cares.
1: Well, this hotel apparently is like one of those... And it's supposed to be a cottage and It's got a built-in wedding chapel thing with it, too. So, I
0: mean, that's... No one's going to care. You think so? Yeah. Like, for example, can you name the bakery that wouldn't bake a cake for the gay couple?
1: Uh, yeah, we hate gay people bakery.
0: Yeah, see, like, you know not you even know. And do you know where it is? Like, what area of the country it is?
1: It's it's firmly entrenched in the United States of America.
0: Yeah, so it's it's inland. Good one. All right, so that excludes Hawaii. We know that. <laughs> and Alaska. A
1: couple of other <laughs> states. <laughs> But no, you're absolutely right. Uh so people get I, I don't, worked up and bent out of shape. Uh I just uh, I gotta admire the hotels Hootspah for doing that. For for saying we're gonna Well build you it. know the
0: history of Yelp and the history of the Better Business Bureau and all that kind of stuff is you can you can word it like they're mafias and so that really does affect their business. Mm-hmm. Especially if Yelp decides, hey, I really like this person's creative negative review. Let's always make it number one when people search the business.
1: And that's why the law in Indiana was put into effect to protect businesses from that, which is – I don't want to call it a loophole, but, I mean, that's why they're allowed to charge this uh, for people who are gaming the system.
0: Well, that's what reminds me. If, if you want to have some interesting read, folks, go look at the history of Amazon reviews and what Amazon has put in money-wise to create a platform that allows – coherent reviews and uh relative reviews Mm -hmm. relevant reviews to a to a person now they actually pay people and give them credit there's like an online credit system through amazon where you are a credible person to the amazon and you're allowed to make certain reviews and now also i think they require you to purchase it on that account to make a review
1: Mm. well that's new uh, well, I say relatively new. I haven't reviewed or been reviewed in a while.
0: Well, I discovered it because of the the online community hating Hillary Clinton or hating Donald Trump, and you know that you know everyone creates a book or writes a book or whatever around the time or before, and like just the amount of you know the flood of negative reviews and people were like we well, they never purchased it, right, and stuff like that, and like how do we maintain this? And uh, Amazon's trying to figure it out because apparently, I mean, I know I read the reviews. The only reviews I really read, though, which is really nice in Amazon, is the bottom right. They're reviews with pictures. So they'll say, like, hey, if you buy this, like, for example, you're buying this phone case it doesn't really fit cords like this, and they show you the cord, and it's like it doesn't fit. Oh, cool, okay. And so that kind of helps me out. Or, you know, like hands-on experience of, oh, this is what the the hat really looks like in the back. People were wondering if it's Velcro, if it's, you know, a little clip or whatever. And, um, yeah.
1: I think Amazon's kind of doing it right there. They got some checks and balances to make sure that you don't either have, like that fake reviewer for the Sony Pictures, best movie ever. And it was, you know, the emoji movie kind of thing. Uh, or if you have someone with a personal grudge, worst thing ever and, and trying to dunk, dunk their their ratings. So, uh, yeah, good good on them for those checks and balances. Well, it just,
0: it's just kind of interesting because you, if you think about the the mass of Amazon and what they do, and then a lot of people, and this happened to my parents themselves, is when Amazon introduced the third-party seller because they didn't really make it obvious that it's the third party selling it, but they, they do, but there's so much stuff on the screen you don't really know mm-hmm. you're not gonna sit there and read the fine print are you mm-hmm. but uh but yeah it's pretty funny and
1: that's why nowadays whenever i go on amazon i just immediately click prime only and that way any search i do it'll just give me amazon prime goodies yeah but uh yeah so i don't oh, did, think
0: i'm gonna did, go did with this did you see did you see amazon putting apple stuff back on and google stuff back on their store did they yeah Good on the them. olive branch has been extended
1: Oh, you know, some deal was made. Hey, listen, we'll give you, you know, we'll give you a million shares of your company. Well,
0: for no, that. they're like, hey, you know this Disney guy? Let's <laughs> really stick it to him. They're hey, afraid of us. You know
1: what? Common enemy. That, that actually is a good point.
0: Yeah. You're, you got, you're on today, man. You, you got the point. Do you think that's why the UFO stuff's coming out? Because sooner Disney? or later, people have to like Donald Trump. You know, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, okay. I also want to tell you a funny joke, too, before we go. Okay. I told you about the animatronic thing yesterday. Oh my gosh. So for The President, so we were talking yeah. about yesterday folks, if you didn't check out the podcast or you listened to the show, there was a uh, animatronic release of The President of the United States because apparently Disney does this whole really cool Presidents the library. President. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, there's a conspiracy theory that it was Hillary Clinton and then they that's why it took so long to come out. And if you look at the doll, if you it's look Hillary. It's hilarious. It is Hillary, my friends. So I I saw it. You're right. (laughs) That's great. You're listening to Warriors Alone Star. We're going to take a music break. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, folks. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. com, And then, of course, Conroe Coffee. They make the coffee that Conroe loves to drink. Visit ConroeCoffee.com. I hope to hear from the folks from the Operation Blue Elf here at 10 o'clock between 10 and 11. They're giving out gifts right now. Your Montgomery County Sheriff's Department to the families in need that were affected by harvey that's right they're helping out the community by giving the kiddos gifts what about the mom and dad's <laughs> who cares i'm just kidding I'm, i cut your mic off because you're not allowed to talk about the outro but uh we'll be back more warnings, alone star folks we got great music coming your way so stick around
2: Conroe
3: C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com.
4: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. (laughs)
1: Christmas at all. It does feel like Christmas at all. It truly
0: does. It's, uh, it
1: does. It does. It really does.
0: Maybe we'll do Christmas music at the next break. How about that? <gasps> damn! I know. I'm bringing Christmas around. You're bringing
1: Christmas. I, you know, I still say that Scrooge and the Grinch, they get a raw deal out of this because everyone, oh, you're such a
0: Scrooge. You're such a Grinch. Yeah, but Scrooge, like, pays for all the colleges and stuff. That's what I'm saying.
1: He ends up being good, but to this day, people are still like
0: oh, you're such a Scrooge, you're so mean. It'd be great if they called it the Bah Humbug -humbug. Scholarship. (laughs) The
1: Bah Humbug Scholarship. I think that's great. That's a good idea. But yeah, truly, Scrooge and the the Grinch. Man, you guys get raw deals. It's like, I really feel bad for Thomas Crapper. And he's the man who invented the modern flush toilet. And that's where the word comes from. So that's kind of bad. That that that's your legacy you know because the whole thing was i'm going to go to the crapper and because it was named after him you know it could have been like the earl of you know sandwiches came from the earl of sandwich do you know the origin of that he was a compulsive gambler and didn't want to leave the table to eat meals so he had his servants bring him meat between two slices of bread so he could eat at the table and that's how the sandwich was invented it was named after him but Thomas Crapper. It's full
0: of the most random stuff. I
1: right? know, right? This is what happens when you get old. You just retain the stuff. I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning, but I remember the history of the, the sandwich. <laughs> but uh, uh, speaking of like history, did you hear about these racist trees that are finally getting cut down?
0: Well, did someone really dub them as racist trees?
1: Yeah. Well, here's the. I mean, the the, the headline makes me laugh, but I mean, there is a story behind it. Uh, so it was this, uh, you know, California exclusive golf club that on the other side of the golf club in the sixties, you know, was a, uh, a black neighborhood. And so the feeling was these trees were planted to shield the golfers from looking onto the black neighborhood. So there, yeah, it did promote a sense of segregation, I guess.
0: Well, okay. So I'm just, I gotta get the, <laughs> the real sense of this. So um, why would they call it a black neighborhood?
1: Because it's a black neighborhood.
0: I mean, was that like the...
1: Predominantly black people living in the neighborhood.
0: Yeah, but that's kind of unfair. That's not not like the rule, is it?
1: Well, I mean, every city has its... There are parts of town that are are black or Hispanic or... Yeah,
0: but it's like the... I'm talking about when you bring us to a public arena to talk about it. It's kind of weird to me to say like, oh, the reason they're doing is because they're black are you serious
1: well this was in the 60s it was like it was like watts you you know it was like 90 or like harlem so now what you're
0: telling me is in like in four years they're going to be complaining about all the golf balls that's hitting the hitting the house
1: yeah it's if these trees were indeed a symbol of segregation in the 60s i get it It's i think but people are just hopping on what golf course do you know that is not lined with trees to stop the balls from hitting the houses so now we're going to get reports of I just know what Oh, these white golfers are purposely hitting their golf balls into this neighborhood to break the windows and get the trees back up. Uh, I, but the thing that just cracked me about this whole thing is that the trees were called racist and all the headlines, you know, these are racist trees. And so I, I feel for you trees. I stand with you We're we're all, we're all human trees.
0: Well, I, just, I I wonder what the stance on the environmentalists are on this.
1: It depends. Okay. depends on the environmentalists. Cause I, I was uh, talking with someone yesterday about this, about the fires, Um, and it was based off a, there's a great TV show called Designated Survivor. It's your typical White House show. It's trying to be the new West Wing. And you got this raging brush fire going on, like the wildfire, like uh, the ones in California. And there are those who say you must let a fire burn to burn out, that your attempts to, to stop it could actually cause more harm or that you must cut down trees to stop fires, or for every tree cut down, three will go up in its place because they can grow in where the old tree was. You know, there are reasons to, quote, destroy the ecosystem for the greater good. So you have environmentalists who get that, who know, okay, sometimes you gotta let a fire burn. Sometimes you gotta start a fire to clear the the tinder out of it, or you have to chop down trees. Then you have your environmentalists who are like, you know, even microbes have rights. And so, you, you know, every life is sacred. Every leaf is sacred. And they actually may conceivably cause more harm than good. So the environmentalists for these racist trees, I have a feeling are going to fall in the latter category. The ones who are, oh, you know, these, now there's less oxygen in Los Angeles because the trees got killed. They screamed. But uh, that's why that's how tree screen people. But at least they will no longer be hit with golf balls. So that's a, that's a plus.
0: Well, they should probably be happy now because their property value will probably go up, right? You that's would a, think the golf course property, right? <laughs> <laughs> I with, don't know how it really works. Is that how it works? Uh, if no, you live on the I, golf course, do you have like an up or down?
1: Oh, if you're on a golf course, you're you you're you're paying a lot of money. You're paying way too much money. But you know that that's me. I I don't play golf except for putt. But we got to do our putt putt thing, Gil. Yeah,
0: I know, I know, I know, I know, I know.
1: Got to do our putt putt. I'm still flashing back to our escape room. We want to do that one again sometime. Yeah, that was fun. That was was a lot of fun. Great team building. This is almost the last time the three amigos were together. You, me, and Jay. Yeah, I don't know where that guy is. Yeah, he 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 disappeared. disappeared. Yeah, I'm gonna have to tune into a show, and I'm gonna call into a show and just ask him really annoying questions. Yeah.
0: Okay, I want you to explain to me the best you can. So I we're talking about the tax bill, right? And a lot of the news is, I, would you agree to this? Because I like the headlines and everything you're reading. It making it sound like it's not doing well because it's going back to the House,
1: right? That's but the, that's the, normal. That, though, that right? is normal. the The sequence of events is the House produces a bill, yes, and once it gets to you know, the point where it can be passed, then the, that bill is taken to the Senate. Now, the Senate could also be working on its own version of the same bill at the same time.
0: And they can send it over, vice versa.
1: <laughs> right. But the House takes it to the Senate. The Senate does oversee the House. The House is part of the Senate. If, if The House of Representatives.
0: Okay, so it goes back to the House where we are right now. And um. then when they're done with it, does it over to skip Congress again and just go to the President? Yeah, or? Well,
1: yeah once, both, once a bill is established that both, the house, both houses the Congress and Senate agree House Representatives and Senate agree on that bill, once it's ratified, it goes to the President for his signature or his veto. and then of course from that point the President signs it, it becomes a law if he vetoes it, then it can go back the over the veto can be overridden if need be. So the, it goes back it goes from the house to the Senate and back if the Senate changes literally one word because it's not the same bill. And unless it's a 10-word a, a bill that everybody loves, something's going to be changed. So it pretty much automatically goes back to the House. And then when, once it's in a position that everybody loves it and all the T's are dotted and the I's are crossed, uh, off it goes to the president. And the tax bill, here. here's the thing about the tax bill. Uh, it's uh, radical changes, some good, not, some not so good. You can't have a bill that makes everybody happy.
0: That seems the way our country works. Just civil disc- uh, discourse, right? Civil discourse. I'm a fan
1: of—and unfortunately, I've got— I uh, just see too many instances of, oh, it's Armageddon. It's, you, you know, even Nancy Pelosi said, this bill is Armageddon. She goes to the nuclear option. It's not—there's not, there's not a, a, a way to talk. There's not a way to compromise. It's Armageddon. Now, of course, on the other end, remember even the whole debacle a couple of weeks ago where Trump tweeted, I don't see these guys— making an added contribution. So they, they skip the meeting. And, and so both sides are, are, are kind of complicit in making this nuclear option stuff. I do miss the days of civil discourse.
0: Yeah. Well, it's almost like we take that uh, idea of giving the officers, their local officers, the cameras, huh, and then we give it to them. We give it to our politicians. <laughs> and then that way we can just kind of see what they're doing. We, we got the Pelosi cam on right now. And then, you know, we get the Brady cam.
1: cam. Oh, that would be awesome. I would love that. You see, like, I am personally all for body cams uh, on cops because I think it will protect the police as much as the people. Because there are a lot more instances of police getting wailed on by bad guys than police wailing on not bad guys, if that makes sense. So st- statistically, the body cams protect the police a lot better from frivolous lawsuits from false claims, and also, you know, I hate to say it, but let's say you do have a cop who's maybe on the edge, or, or, or you know, has a, has a thing. His knowledge of his or her knowledge of wearing a body cam may make him or her aware of that situation and calm them down. I just I uh, don't want to be a situation where they start second guessing themselves. These, you know, these men and women are split second life or death decisions, and I know that every time they pull a weapon or chase a subject, in their heads going, okay. How many lawyers am I going to need for this? And uh, so, yeah, yay body cams. I know it sounds weird coming from me on that, but I'm all, I'm all for them.
0: I just can't imagine being the the company that stores the data for them because, of course, they're incompetent as in, when like, <laughs> the industry or the government or whatever. They don't have the in-house data management of all of that video. And so they're probably going to hire somebody in Arizona like we do with their, with the uh with well, the I red hear, light cameras I hear Pelosi
1: you know, I mean, Debbie Wasserman Schultz is IT guy He's banned from going to Pakistan And running off He's 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 looking for a new job Yeah, IT we job. just give,
0: give all that data he'll, he'll take it He won't do anything bad with it There you go You're listening to Morgan's Lone Star 9.52 We're going to take a quick break When we come back Actually, let's do some uh, Christmas music We're almost there to the top of the hour You go, let's Dick do Let's do it We'll be right back Here on Lone Star Community Radio
2: Conroe C on
3: 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com.
4: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
1: It is Wednesday, December 20th. We are so close to Christmas. I haven't gotten to Santa yet at the mall uh, to tell them what I want. And this is very important to me because, you know, I don't want soap on a rope and a necktie again. I love my family, but come on, people. I'm the hunter-gatherer. Give me give me something here. It is 10.04. We're in our second of two hours. Just came off some Christmas tunes. Thank you, Dick. Dick must have been inspired by the Christmas spirit of our sponsors. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Conroe Coffee. And, you know, Conroe Coffee, they've got, you know, hot chocolate there, too, and tea, and... Maybe hot toddies and ciders and all kinds of Christmas. Grog and wasal. Wasale, how do you pronounce it? We need to go over there and find out. We just need to sample every hot drink they've got over there. In fact, uh, uh, one of them is going to make me the Cuban latte. I have no idea what it is, but I want one. So she's going to make it for me. And she's on notice. That's it for me on backcountry Coffee. Uh well, there we go. Well, I'll be, you know, and I'll be equal. I'll give equal time to... Clean sweep. I'm looking around. By golly, we have a clean studio, don't we? Okay, that's all I got to say about that. Moving on. So we've been talking about racist trees and the tax vote and uh, getting charged a fee for... uh, Getting charged a fine for writing a bad review. What else is in the news today? I think we covered everything. Let's just play Christmas music for the rest of the hour. Yeah, you want to do that? No, I don't.
0: I'm just kidding. You know, the uh, Ocean's 8 released a teaser trailer. Okay. Or the official trailer came out, I Uh guess. And... I, I watched it. And I really don't know how I feel about what they're doing because it's just it's just a cash grab again.
1: So so it's the it's the ocean's plot. The group of thieves are going to rip off a a Vegas hotel, but it's all women this time.
0: Yes. So who's the George and Clooney company? I think the George Clooney's sister character. It's a sister. I think that's what they're doing. Okay. It's Sandra Bullock.
1: It's, it's Sandra Bullock. Uh, and who do we know who else is in this movie? Uh,
0: Kate Blanchett. Okay, and then I'm looking. at It was it right now.
1: really, really awesome in the Thor movie. I uh, I love me some Kate Blanchett in that.
0: And then a bunch of other actresses I do not know. <laughs> so there you go. You Rihanna, 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 been... Anne Hathaway, Helen Bottom, Carter. Okay. Bottom, sorry. Uh, Katie Holmes. You don't know Sarah these people? Paulson. Uh, Dakota Fanning. Matt Damon's apparently in it. So yeah, they're, they're trying crossover. to they're trying to bring the world together.
1: Okay, So you don't know these actresses you just listed off?
0: I know Cody Holmes. I know, yeah, I guess I do know.
1: Okay. Well, if they... If I, well, I don't know
0: their names. I'm actually reading their names now. Now I know them after I read their names. How well, about that? There you go. The there thing. you go. There you go. Are you happy? I'm yeah, there happy. You go. I'm there you, go. There, you go. There, you go. there you go. There you go. They need Helen Mirren in it. Now, why Be- do you think they did Ocean's 8? Be- I was just Is about it, to tell you, you that. Why? Because you
1: had Ocean's 11, 12, and 13, so now you're going to have 8, 9, and 10.
0: You really think so? Yep. Absolutely. Three, three picture deal. I thought it was because they didn't want to spend that much money. <laughs> well, no, they're only making seventy cents on the dollar. So see, so that's uh, I mean yeah. They should have <laughs> just skip the Ocean fourteen or something like that.
1: Yeah. Um, no, that that's exactly. I was just thinking why eight, and I thought because you got three movies eight nine ten, and it'll be ten will be the crossover where it's uh, probably the day before the activities of Ocean's eleven begins. So, although the Oceans movie kind of lost it for me When you had um, Julia Roberts Playing Someone who looked like Julia Roberts It was a little too meta for me So she's walking around the casino and everyone's like Oh my god it's Julia Roberts And you would have thought that She would have spent her whole life On that Scam And so it was a little too much of a nod and a wink to me But uh huh. Sounds like a good cast for Oceans 8 I may watch that one after all Crash gab, cash grab or not
0: crash Yeah. Gap. Well, it's weird because you start looking at, uh, I was listening to a review of Star, Star Wars.
1: Do I need to plug my ears? No, no, no. Okay.
0: And they, this guy made a good point about Disney. And he's like, he goes, I call it the, the Disney rose glasses. And I'm starting to see it in all these movies that Disney makes where they have all these opportunities to make a really interesting storyline. But then the rose glasses go on and it's not that it's not that interesting uh-huh. so uh like for example the star wars apparently movie like they they led up to a lot of things that they you could interpret as being extreme but they didn't go all the way so what are you doing with secret messages over secret that?
1: messages uh, yeah i'm playing charade with my barista so i can get my cuban latte <laughs> she's awesome I will I will talk more about it. I, I'm going to sample the Cuban Lasse on the air here, Dick, live. But, um, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, finish off your thought. I, I was busy. But, no, it's just
0: it, those movies that you were in love with when you were in the 70s and 80s by original Star Wars. Now they're like you apply the Disney filter to them. Mm-hmm. And same thing with the Marvel filter and things like that.
1: Well, once again, and ironically, Star Wars kind of started this big time because um, Lucas— his back end deal was okay, I won't be paid directors guild standards, everyone will be paid scale minimum, but we get all the merchandising. And actually I think Gene Simmons started that with KISS. That's how he became such a billionaire. It's he licensed all things KISS. You know, the lunch boxes and the action figures. And Lucas did the same thing. That's that's what made the money. All every magazine, every every lightsaber, every every action figure went into lucas's pocket and so with the disney filter i think part of that is almost every film now has got to have the the merchandising tie-in right and that was huge in the 80s the merchandising movies every movie had something bionica it is everything had had some toy or or real life thing look at look at the lethal weapon movies and this this is funny because uh this is my christmas present last year uh Lethal Weapon actually had the official cologne. It was called Hero, and they actually had product placement when in Lethal Weapon Two, when they're shooting up Riggs' uh, mobile home. There's an extreme close-up of a bottle of Hero cologne on his TV, and it gets shot and stuff. Now that was actually my favorite cologne. My wife actually found a bottle of it for me for last Christmas. So, but everything—it's you know, like James Bond movies. Everything's product placement, and I think with Disney, they're gonna—that's gonna come back big time. Not just product placement, like, you know, you see James Bond's watch up close, but, you know, the the toys.
0: Well, someone was arguing that there's nothing you can really do left, that's left to do in the Star Wars world to make it completely different.
1: You could turn the next Death Star into a cube.
0: So that, well, that's what they're kind of arguing is there's like, that's what the problem with the uh, people trying to brainstorm because they're giving this guy a trilogy of three, like three more movies and they're like, well, it's going to be somewhat of the same with the last one. They have to be because you always got to have a Jedi, always got to have somebody, you know, going. You got to have the lightsaber the, battle. Yeah, and like and stuff like that. You got to have so. the space
1: battle. I see that. But then again, think about the longest running.
0: Well, look at, think about Rogue, Star, uh, the Rogue One. Mm-hmm. That was kind of a refresher. Like it, that to me, when I saw that, that seemed more like an original Star Wars movie than like the episode one three.
1: Agreed. And it was only missing, you know, the, the primary characters, but you had your space battle. Yeah. You know, so it still, it still uh, fulfilled the requirement, shall I say. But look at the the longest running uh, stories, and I'm talking from James Bond to Star Trek to Law and Order to Gunsmoke to, you know, Carol Burnett's show. You go with your strengths on that one. You find variations of the theme, but there were only so many things you can do with it. So actually that sometimes forces better writing. Okay, we're going to have the bad guy ride to town again on his horse and Marshall Dillon's got to well, fix
0: him. That's what the argument was on this new one is the guy, Disney, and this is something I would love to hear from the actual uh, committee, whatever you want to call it, uh, why they gave this Rain Johnson guy full reign over the movie. Because basically they gave, he, they gave him full writing and full directing. And so, to me, if it's if we're talking about consistency and talking about, I mean, there's at least could have been
1: Weinstein's last huzzah. Give, <laughs> give this man everything he wants.
0: Well, no, it's it's more of like you look at the J.J. Abrams Force Awakens. You can definitely see there's a lot of control over everything going on in that movie, as in like the writing and the in the pacing. And it's more of like an homage <laughs> the to The lens flares. Well, it's no, it's, it's like an homage to the original Star Wars. Yes, and that's cool. It's safe, and that's what Disney was going for because they were just trying to you know, get money back on that, buying that name. Mm-hmm. But now this one, your one was like, and that's why I think a lot of people have mixed reviews about it because it's either completely different or it doesn't fulfill, it's not doing what people want it to do. and not, So enough people aren't accepting it. So I'm interested in hearing your review tonight.
1: I will. I uh, got uh, just under. Snape
0: kills Dumbledore. I <laughs> oh, no!
1: uh, got just under four hours, 205 Skippy and little Missy Skippy. Skippy's daughter will be at the, uh, in our little reserve D box seats already paid for. And, uh, so we will be experiencing the full, you know, our seats will be moving around and it's going to be really cool. It's a a great celebration time with my daughter and this. Star Wars is like kind of
0: our thing. And, uh, so if you're disappointed, let me know. If you're not disappointed, let me know.
1: I would. It would have to really suck for me to be disappointed because I am such a fan of Star Wars. Now, here's the thing. I, I, I go hard on the original trilogy, but there were just, as a whole, they were okay. There were just aspects of it. I did not like the midi chlorian thing. I did not like Darth Vader going, yippee. I think the pod race was 22 minutes too long. Um, but at least their hearts were in the right place. And as long as their heart's in the right place for this one, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy it. Um, but if they jack with stuff, if, you know, let's say if I, I've been watching these Mark Hamill interview videos and if he is justified and truly hating this movie, then I got to be on team Mark Hamill for that one. But we'll see. I can't wait. And that, that's the whole thing. It's, it's I don't know if I'm going to love it or not or tear it apart, but uh, looking forward
0: to it. That's going to be fun. We're yeah. going to have to take a quick break. OK, we'll be back Let's with some sponsors and think about Star Wars. We'll be back. <laughs>
2: Conroe C-0936-266-7632. We'd like to
3: thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com.
4: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
0: Welcome back, Mornings Lone Star. Brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, Conroe Coffee. It's 10-17. We got till eleven o'clock today. Hope everyone's doing well over there at the Operation Blue Elf, brought to you by the Montgomery County Sheriff's Department, giving out gifts to the kids over there at the count over there at the county area. Montgomery County Fair area. How about that? So, I got a follow up story for you, Sean. I know um, a while back, probably like two months ago, I believe, a couple did a Snapchat of them shooting guns randomly in Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of their car window, right? Out of their car window, just randomly shooting guns, having fun, you know, doing doing the normal thing people <laughs> Those do. Those wacky in Houston. kids. Well, they got caught due to the internet, spreading <laughs> the word and spreading the video. Like, do you know these people? <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Stupidity. And it seems that one of the uh, the lady got five years in prison.
1: Wow! Now, who was holding the phone on this one? Were they like...
0: Oh. Well, I think like the full story. I believe is it was the father and daughter.
1: It was a father and daughter. Yes. Oh, I just assumed it was you know girl and her guy kind of thing. Yeah. Wow. That was that was dumb. People just thought I'd throw that out there.
0: Yeah. Is what's even crazier is uh, the dad apparently said claiming her daughter wouldn't have been shooting in the air if she thought anybody could have gotten hurt. Right. So it wasn't the daughter. It was uh, he was she was with like her boyfriend. But the dad. That's what he said in defense. Oh, the, oh okay. Sorry. I'm just. I was trying to.
1: There you go. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know. Yes, shoot a bullet in the air, it's going to come down just as fast. Actually, I think sometimes faster if it hits terminal velocity. Um, Yeah, five years. I wonder what the guy has gotten or is going to get. In other words, is the five years, is that a good deal for her? Because this happened pretty quick. Yeah. You know, usually, uh, you know, trial takes a lot longer than this, so it makes me think she struck a deal. So well, five years is the best she can get. Then I
0: well the only good the only thing looking up for her, unfortunately, and fortunately, is she's not expected to report to prison till January second. So one more holiday.
1: Good for her. So drink it up now. You know
0: but that's pretty crazy, man. I know when I saw it, I was like, man, that's just silly to me. But then the guns they were using was really bizarre guns too. Like I don't know, would ever buy those if if it was like an enthusiast. It was more of just like they looked like. Uh, like uzi's and stuff, and that's it's really Lord. weird.
1: Good people, important safety tip from Uncle Skippy: Don't shoot guns out the car window. And if you do, don't put. Well, actually, no, do put it on Snapchat, please. We we ask you to
0: Toi- let your friends know. Toys R Us are, are, is closing a uh, hundred stores in the U.S. because of the week holiday season.
1: Wow, I wonder if I think they're
0: already going to do that, right? Pretty yeah, much.
1: yeah. We we talked about the other day that they were already feeling the burn. Uh, I'll check into the Woodlands one. I'll see if that's one of the ones. I do know that the Woodlands uh, Radio Shack is still going to stay open. So but I feel, I
0: feel like if you go buy those places anyway and they're, they have like a going out of sale, it's sale, still going to be expensive. I feel like Toys R Us has always been always trying to get as much money as possible. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, they they have such a huge inventory and the, the, the facilities are so huge. They got to pay the bills on that. But I will indeed, if Toys R Us goes away, I will indeed miss it because... I'm a Toys R Us kid, and I do not want to grow up. Just thought I'd say that. Hey, uh, on some good news, I was checking our uh, Facebook feed. Remember that video we shot last week of yeah. Squires? We broke 5,000 views well, there on you this go. video. It's a Christmas tree, people. If you haven't seen it, go to our uh, Facebook page on MW Lone Star. Uh, have a check. We had the Magnolia madrigal singers come in, crammed about 30 people into the studio and, uh, they went out on the air. So, I mean, you know, watch our podcast or YouTube, but, uh, or just see this video and hear them sing a couple of really beautiful tunes, 5,000 hits on that. That's spreading some Christmas cheer there. Let your friends know, share, see if we can go like uber viral on this so we can monetize it because that's the Christmas spirit. Yeah. I don't know how we could do that, but we'll figure it out.
0: All right, this is a funny headline that I just read. Okay, I have, it's going to be in German though. So it's four million joints worth of cannabis burned to generate heat from unit combs I think that's because they confiscated it <laughs> and then they burned it. You know, do they burn it like out in the open? Well, it's like a heat source. <laughs> they use it as a heat source, I guess, for like the whatever plants or whatever produces the the heat. Uh huh. That's what they used because They confiscated so much.
1: How, but I guess I'm asking you who's actually doing the burning and are they, do they have like a, a bong attached to the so, furnace? Or? I'm not
0: kidding. You. Munich customs decided that they have the cannabis destroyed in the plant due to the lack of other facilities which can accommodate such a large incineration. <laughs> That's pretty funny.
1: I know some people just would have loved that job here. I'll, <laughs> I could have. Sw- how come there's only a pile of about 300 joints? I could have sworn we had 4 million joints. Nope, nope, no, nope, there was a miscount.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I always liked it when people, uh, like when you're reading the news and, you, and they're like, oh, hey, we confiscated $10 $20 million worth of, worth of uh, narcotics or whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, how do they really determine that? Do they like go down the street and they're like, <laughs> hey, man, I want to buy some pot? How much for this? Oh, yeah, that would be $30. Thanks, man. See you later. Multiply and then they're like, hey, boss, it's $30. Yeah, this is what we got. All right. Don't you think they ask for the, the they, bulk discount? I don't think they do that. I really don't. <laughs> I think they just kind of make up a number to make it sound good. And then, like, because, I mean, how do you find out that number, what the street value is? Especially
1: if it's something like cocaine, okay, because apparently, you know, from the cut or or whatever, you know, the, the prices can Always range, get three
0: probably. quotes here at Conroe PD, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's right. But, yeah, I, when I read that headline, I was like, man, that doesn't seem right. But then, uh, yeah, can you imagine the phone, call, the phone conversation that the police have with the plant owner or plant <laughs> operator? <laughs> and just be like, uh, you know, we got this stuff. We got to burn it. You're the only place we know that can burn all of it. Unless unless we want to play Johnny for the next six months to sit there and just keep throwing it into this little fire.
1: Right. <laughs> and the, the plant owner says, Hi, I'm your Huckleberry.
0: Yeah. I can do this. That's pretty funny, though.
1: Well, good on them. Hopefully they want a good bit on that. Here's some uh not really Christmassy news. Uh, so Ivanka Trump, the first daughter, uh, paid a Connecticut elementary school a visit. Elementary school, you know, little little bitty kids. A part of her uh, I have
0: a question. Yes. This this is we'll go into the story. Why is she doing these things?
1: First family members do have ambassador duties when it comes to you pick a you pick uh, uh, now,
0: causes. This, now, is this because I'm not used to having a president? Like, I don't remember Chelsea Clinton being this involved during Clinton's presidency.
1: No, she was—first she was, of all, she was a teenager. Okay, so and then teenagers... she got into school, and then she got into college. And, and you know, the, the first children are typically off-limits to the media because they're young. Now, when they're grown, look at Chelsea now. She's all over— she Well, I know, but
0: like, I'm talking about, like, during the presidency— is it normal that a person who's not the president or the first lady to do like camp? She's basically campaigning. In yeah, first,
1: first, yeah, first family members can. Here's the thing. Trump has an extended family with adult children, and most presidents don't. Obama had two young daughters. Uh, Ron Reagan Jr. was already grown up, but uh, wasn't a big fan of either Ron or Nancy. So, you know, he was too busy doing TV stuff. Uh, uh, Chelsea Clinton, um, Amy Carter— you know, she she's high school age too. So this is the first person in a while that's actually had adult children extended family. Now, if you if you notice, Barron, his young kid, wasn't even on the official White House Christmas card. Because again, he's off limits. And remember that happened at the beginning of Trump's administration. Someone said something about Baron Trump in the media, and everyone turned on that. It's like, no, the kids are off limits, which is why there's a lot of vitriol towards Donald Jr. and Eric and Ivanka, because they're adults, so, you know, they're not off limits, and what happened was Ivanka visited the school. She's big into the STEM program, promoting further education for young kids, you know, uh, science, technology, engineering, mathematics, STEM. It's a huge thing. It's like the anti-common core, and because of security reasons, they couldn't let the families know, hey, first daughter's going to be showing up here, but when she showed up, apparently a lot of Parents had a freak out because of who she was or basically who her father was. One guy yanked his daughter out of school, just, I can't believe they didn't let us know. And I think how sad, because right here, right now, he's, you know, Trump is the president. And this was the first daughter. This isn't, just think, be able to, your kids be able to say, I met the first daughter. I mean, when I was that age, I met Slim Pickens, and that was a big deal to me. So can you imagine if I'd met, um you know, Amy Carter or one of the, you know, JFK Jr. You know, something like that. So uh I, I kind of feel this is up in Connecticut and uh I guess some people just want to be butthurt over who the you know who the president is. And this could unfortunately this could have easily been the other way around if uh one of the Obama kids had done it and you could have equally have a father on the other side. Um uh <laughs> sorry I'm getting secret coded messages over the over the uh, oh
0: well, why don't we take a break so it's, you can you know be rudely interrupting me in our stuff? So there you go. You know, I want to talk about. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about when the apocalypse happens. How do I get over to Disney World? The presidents and steal these presidents because I'm looking at all of them. They are creepy. I They're all creepy. Like the way like can you imagine sitting there and they start talking to you like this? Mm-hmm. It's a little creepy. It's very creepy. <laughs> We'll be back more mornings. Lone Star. We got a couple tunes. Stick around.
2: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas, between the Creighton Theater and the Owen Theater. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe c or 936-266-7632. We'd like to
3: thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com.
4: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
1: We are tooling right along, feeling the Christmas spirit at ten thirty-nine on Wednesday morning. Here, Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. Guess which one I am? ha you got it right. It is pretty out there. I wonder what the uh, temperature is. I'm gonna look at my phone. And say it is already up to 63 degrees. I have 75 today. Looks like it's gonna be kind of mix of sunny and cloudy. Uh, tomorrow cloudy. Looks like Friday may have some thunderstorms. Ooh, but uh, Christmas morning. This is what I'm looking for right here. So, for Christmas Eve below is gonna be like 34 degrees, and Christmas morning a high of 52 and sunny. Oh man, I wouldn't mind some snow. I think we had our snow for the decade here. You know how we have our hundred year storms. We had our hundred year snow. It's a he- heck of a 2017.
0: You know, that's what we should do next week. Is just do a wrap up and like our favorite moments in 2017. Let
1: us do that. That is a brilliant idea. Do you remember how 16 was ending and all these like celebrities were dying left and right? I don't right? It's complete. It was blank. a blur. It's like the 60s for me. Um, that's, but that's when I met Holly.
0: Oh And I forgot everything.
1: Oh, I just threw up a little in my mouth.
0: And uh, you like that, though. You do that all the time, every morning. Up I, gotta, w- I gotta wake up. <laughs> ah, yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's called the verb. It's good.
1: Oh my gosh. You know what we have coming in the studio?
0: Do you know they do deliveries in Connor McCoffin? The, they, they do
1: when you bat your baby browns at your awesome Barista Taylor. So, uh, should, should we make it like grab a microphone and she can describe what she's giving us here? I think she here? wants to. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: she's, she's on the clock. I am. She's on the clock.
1: Oh, th- really quick. Okay, so so we're just letting people know
0: because, you know, we've been yeah, talking about Yeah, grab that microphone here. right there and you tell us what's in the Cuban. and Yeah, what, so what this is we... a Cuban latte here. Yes. Yeah, I thought you were going to spill it. I mm. thought that was going to be great. And Okay,
1: it... so announce your presence to the world.
0: Hi. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Arbor. So Taylor's working over at Condor Coffee and we have a Cuban latte. This is, this is not a holiday latte, is it?
1: This is a Cuban latte. So apparently she busted the trade embargo. And uh, is uh, bringing this Cuban. Now, we've been talking about this for a while, and I've held off till she came back. We About a week or so ago, we were talking about this, and I asked her. She said she'd make me one, but then she wasn't here when I was here. In well, you're never—you're
0: never, yeah, never on—I'm I mean, never on time, so blame it on me.
1: Yeah, right, so it's all your fault. So I'm about to take a sip live on air of the Cuban latte. You ready? Here we go. Dick, give me a drum roll or something.
0: So, uh— Breaking news! Oh, it's the wrong one. Sorry, guys. Uh— <sighs> I thought there'd be rum in it because Cuban, but no,
1: but this is awesome. So it's got secret ingredients in it? Uh,
2: some would say.
0: Okay, well, I'm not going to ask you for the secret ingredients. They wouldn't be secret otherwise, but... Uh. How would you feel if when people came over to Conor Coffee and then they go, wink, wink, where's my the secret juice?
2: <laughs> the secret juice?
0: Or whatever you want to call it, the secret sauce, the... <laughs> What did what you, you call it? I'm calling
1: a it Cuban lattes going on my nose because I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink. You want some secret sauce? Dick, rethink this this conversation and go back about 30
0: seconds. Oh, into well, life. I mean, that's when you go, like, why are people coming to this? <laughs> why are people coming over here and w- winking at me all the time? Yeah, okay. So, people, come to this
1: thing is flat out delicious. Taylor made this just for me, and I got Dick one too, so he's going to enjoy it. Uh, so, thank you, dear. We appreciate it. Go to Conroe Coffee, right there on Main Street. Order the Cuban Latte. She won't tell you what's in it. If Taylor can make it, great. Do any of the others make it, or is this just a you thing?
2: Um, the others can make it. It was something that I stole from.
1: Uh, you paid homage to. Too. We don't steal things. We we, we pay tribute to. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes that makes more sense. Okay. Well, we'll let you get Taylor. back. Thank you so Thank much. You so I appreciate it. Conroe the, Coffee
0: uh, guys are open. Oh, actually, hey, real quick, what are your holidays hours? You know, are you you're closed? Yeah, see, they're closed probably Christmas Day.
1: Well, so get them on Christmas go. Eve then. Get them early on Christmas Eve and ask for a Cuban latte. Thank you, dear. We'll see you in a little bit. Thank you. I love the the, the uh, delivery here we got. This is
0: great. Downtown delivers everywhere.
1: Right? Yeah. So kudos to Conroe Coffee. That was alliteration right there. But we were talking about, um, you know, uh, recapping the year because remember how 16 was ending with celebrities dying left and right, and people were like, oh, I'm so ready for 2017. Well. Boom, in your
0: face. Now i going,
1: God, we're so ready for 2018. You know, 2017 was basically, like, okay, hold my beer. And, I just uh,
0: want to know what's going to happen. Like, I feel like Donald Trump is the top of the top. Like the bar has been raised mm-hmm. in a sense of just consuming people's time yes and our eyeballs it's like the new age of advertising but instead of you know talking about like how mm-hmm. ads try, they always try to get a way to get in front of your eyeballs and then your ears like donald trump has raised the bar who do you think or what do you think is going to raise the bar I, I really thought it was going to be the aliens thing but now it's just like subtly getting into into our into our yeah. uh, thoughts and it's like
1: there could be a smoking gun maybe that was just the opening salvo there we'll we'll find out uh but I got to admit, I want to go back quickly to the uh, Hall of Presidents, Donald Trump. So you were mentioning it yesterday, and I hadn't seen it
0: yet. I want to steal it. I want, it, like, I want to have that in my home just so I could freak people out. Like at least one of them, that, one of the presidents.
1: Here's the thing. So the Hall of Presidents, I've, I've been there. They look—and it's kind of like Madame Trousseau's wax museum where, you know, they are replications— but you get a sense of, okay, this is that. But you the Jimmy Carter looks like Jimmy Carter. The Abraham Lincoln looks like a $5 bill. Abraham Lincoln. You know, you get a sense. Uh, the Kennedy, you know, they are animatronic, but you get it. But the Trump literally looks nothing
0: like it. He looks a little. It's like he no, looks. No, the hair and the He clothes. looks like a scrawnier version of himself.
1: Look at the face, though. I'm telling you, they thought, because I remember there's a TV show called um Do you Blackish, think- and they thought that. Hillary was going to win, so they shot all these scenes about Hillary winning the election for this comedy. And re- when she lost, they were like, "Oh!" So they had to like they redo. Should, what all they season. should have
0: done is done like a dream sequence. As like they do the episode, at the end, the guy wakes up. That actually, well, do you I think? Do you think they ever did? They did something like the World Series kind of thing where they print both headlines. Both headlines. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And but, then, is there any like memorabilia you can find? Like find it. Uh,
1: they tend to burn those. I mean, literally burn those pretty quick. I would love to purpose. get like a
0: Hillary Clinton shirt or something like that.
1: I, th- I well, now in the days when we have the quick turnaround, they probably had them all on the computers ready to send a Vista print or yeah. or whatever. So well, no, they gonna... had to print a couple. Oh yeah.
0: But do you really want? She, she, this is my theory why Hillary Clinton lost the election. She he didn't sucked. have. She didn't have a hat. She didn't have a hat. She didn't have. She, she didn't have like a like a red hat. She needed to have a hat, like something similar to that, that's, that, that people could wear and people could, you know, either beat you up for or, <laughs> you know, congratulate you for wearing a hat.
1: <laughs> Dick, you raised a very good point, And I am staggered that she hasn't added hat to her list of reasons why she lost the election. I think that would that, – that's Hat. That, that'll probably be next week. You know, so kind of a variation of what you were talking – I think you were leading towards, you know, Trump's set the bar so high. What can topple him?
0: And to me, well, well, it's more of the reason I asked that is, mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt. You, no, no, no the reason I asked that is, you know, say four years, eight years, 12, obviously like 15 years from now, like that, if you think about it right now, the news cycle is reacting to Donald Trump and they're, they're setting procedures up. They're setting, you know, their the communication tunnels type of way of like, they're building that stuff right now to react to Trump. But when Trump's gone, all those systems are in place. So like, what do we do? We gotta we gotta keep building or we're gonna collapse. And that's what I'm saying. Like I wonder what's gonna happen with people and like they're gotta come up with some other straw man to fill that and always right. talk about it. Because or-
1: God help the media if the next president is Democrat, because it will become so painfully obvious that the the favoritism that was played, that Trump is under a microscope that no other president has been under in like the history of the media. Uh, on such a minute by minute basis. Now, Trump is of course a big part of that because he feeds the fire with every oh, tweet. He is the fire.
0: Yeah, he is the fire. He, he's 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 the fireman. But well, he isn't going to quit either. I mean, he, even if he's what do you call it, an ex president? Is there is, is like a, is there a way to?
1: Trump is a master of the brand. Uh, Trump yeah. is a brand, and the Trump presidency presidency is a wholly owned wholly owned subsidiary of Trump International. Does that make sense?
0: So you think he's gonna go? Hey Disney, I need about fifteen of those.
1: <laughs> I think he's probably gonna threaten to sue Disney or something. Because I am telling you, people, if you haven't seen it, that face was Hillary's face that they've tried to rejigger to make it.
0: It's just lazy.
1: It's lazy. It's. Uh, but I'm telling you, I looked at it. Uh, I was hearing some people talk about it yesterday, kind of cracking up. And I d- saw a side by side, and there is no way that that is that face on the Trump animatronic is based on actual Trump. Of and they've they've had decades of Trump to pick from. You know he's he's on the news every day, anyways. Um, nothing. Look at the neck, the the jaw and the neck. It is that is Hillary's jaw and waddle. So what is gonna take Trump off the? I usually play. No, what's game gonna of, replace
0: Trump? What's yeah. go, what is it gonna be?
1: As the top of the headlines.
0: And I mean, the only thing realistically right now, like I said, is aliens. It has to be like I'm talking about the next level. The next, Not sustaining it. Uh huh. It has to be the next level,
1: or you know, a an, uh, an abuse allegation of just galactic proportions.
0: Uh, well, no, because it has to be somebody who keeps talking to the media. Because think about all, like you, know, you said, he feeds the fire. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna like that's the reason why they're allowed to keep keep those holes filled mm-hmm. because he provides that information.
1: Good point. I would, you know, what I got to say, it's got to be something space related because you get yeah. NASA on it, you get the Pentagon on it. Yeah, excellent little choice there. I got to agree. I'm team Dick.
0: Yeah. We'll be right back real quick. We got to take a quick, quick, quick sponsor break. And we'll be back.
4: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly, scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
2: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe, 7632. We'd
3: like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com
0: well, Welcome back. Mornings Lone Star. Special thanks to our sponsors Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time. Make Let us make your office shine. And of course, uh, Conroe Coffee, they make the coffee that Conroe loves to drink. So thanks to them. If you're just now joining us, we're going to be closing out. Morning's Lone Star here. Gonna miss you. We'll be back tomorrow with Carly Creeman, our special guest, once a month. She kind of updates us on what's going on with her life.
1: Offering a unique perspective on the
0: world. Yes. Uh, Today's show will be uh, podcasted, and then, of course, on YouTube and iTunes, iTunes, Google Play, all that kind of stuff. So, blah. Blah. So what do you think the biggest headline is going to be next year?
1: The first big headline, I think. I think we'll be—I got to go with alien. It's space-related. It'll be space-related. You think so? I, I think so.
0: I, I think they're, they're kind of greasing the way right now. Now, do you do you think it's going to be one of those things where it's like, we didn't know. Oh, my gosh. Or it's like, oh, we did some investigative reporting. They knew we had, there was aliens on Earth for 150 years.
1: Hmm. Ooh, that's a good question. I, I think— I think NASA is, is as transparent as they can be. I think there will be a discovery, and even if it's something that they knew about beforehand, it'll be, "Oh my gosh, look at this new discovery that we just found out about." You know, does that make sense? Yeah. You, you know. So that that that's my thought. It'll be something space related. What about you, Dick? What do you what do you think? Uh, the first big headline that can conceivably topple Trump off the headline?
0: well, I think there's there's going to be more of those headlines. I don't know how many times I was thinking about this. Yeah, yesterday about. Like the ABC reporter who reported that thing and it shook up the world for like eight hours Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. I think that's going to happen a lot more next year because there's more time and there's it really is. I think because there's no accountability for it and so you think it's going to continue? I oh yeah, I think that I think that uh I wouldn't call it fake news kind of thing, but I would say it's like accidental fake news. Because do you think that guy did it on purpose or do you think that guy just didn't do his, like, was, a, he wasn't a journalist? Well, here,
1: here's the thing. He was, I think he, at the very least he was being an insanely lazy journalist by not checking his sources and go running with the story, which means that, that it was being a fake journalist because he wasn't being a journalist when he did that. So, you know, technically it was fake news um, and he meant to do it by not checking his sources. Okay. And any journalist that says, blames it on, because that's what they're doing. They're blaming, well, our sources lied to us. Well, then your your one job is to check your sources. So yeah, don't blame them.
0: Well, I mean, like I think that uh, that's going to continue to happen, and it's just going to be, like I said, the media is creating this system that it's without Trump in it. it's gonna, They're going to be losing money. People are going to get fired. It's going to be kind of funny just to see how they try to sustain it because uh, would you call it sensationalist? Sensationalism journalism kind oh, of. Thing. Oh
1: yeah. And and that's been something for a while. But this is <clears throat> sensationalistic journalism is how drinking water can kill you. You know, the top five, you know, it's, it is sensationalistic. This is sensationalism with a personal agenda to go with it, that a lot of these reporters are injecting their own, I hate this man, or I hate this situation, or I hate this administration. Agenda that's taking it to this next level. That as I told you off the air, I pity the news media if a Democrat becomes the next president because it'll be so painfully they'll go back to fawning. It, it, look at the number of bad stories that were ever investigative pieces on Obama compared to Trump. It's just no comparison. There, there was well, actually I mean, fawning. I
0: think about them releasing a dossier thing that has somebody urinating on somebody else and that's in the public's eye Mm. like that was spoken about on tv with pundits oh yeah it was reported in articles and like just established newspapers and i'm thinking like that was when i saw that i was like this is bizarro world
1: a quick follow-up on that and i'll be very quick about that remember that i report that went out um saying that uh you know cdc was banned from using certain words yeah yeah apparently not the head of cdc has come out and said this is so not true this is totally misrepresented
0: well i can't wait till somebody puts like a bolton up well
1: that's the thing they're not gonna
0: I bet someone someone who's like a like a real trump supporter will but it
1: won't be believed because i was the last time i was seeing people saying oh i'll believe it when the paper that that said it when the washington post issues a retraction only then if they retract it then i'll know that it's fake
0: Oh, they're not. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Mornings Lone Star. You're listening to IRLoneStar.com. Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Full show lineup today, IRLoneStar.com slash show calendar. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning here on Mornings Lone Star, brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Conroe Coffee. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, channel 12, Our City TV and Conroe, or channel 21, KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel.